Hello and welcome to episode number 157 of the Nerd Pro Quo Podcast. This is a big anime 2017 uh, sort of roundup that we are doing. Uh, this is going to be actually, I know it used to be anime nostalgia. Now it is just going to be a monthly, possibly even a bi-monthly uh, anime kind of roundabout uh with some you know nostalgia thrown in there some new stuff thrown in there stuff we're watching stuff we like so yeah this is gonna be like a new feature that we are doing uh it always intended this to be a regular feature and it is only recently that uh, a bunch of us actually had our schedules free up where we get to do this so this is gonna be a monthly or maybe even bi-monthly thing that we are doing uh we are joined in this episode by a new a person, uh, Casey Hamsey, who is a anime nerd, also happens to be female, which is a l- nice thing, so that uh, it isn't just two dudes kind of uh, talking about anime, and we get an, uh, always trying to, because I am, full disclosure, uh, a white straight cis dude, at least a white cis presenting dude, so I uh, always try to have different perspectives on that and different hosts, because I don't like to be the uh there's already too many of me talking about these things so yeah uh that is what this episode is i don't know why i'm giving you an intro of that but uh you know the plugs are generally the same we're gonna be plugging there's gonna be a lot of some there's gonna be some guests and along with those guests there might even be uh some live stuff and possibly even an entirely new podcast coming soon. We will see what happens with that. I probably have already jinxed it just by talking about it. Also just came on this Sunday night from Luke there recording his album. And that album should be available soon-ish. We, I will keep you posted on that. But uh, that was at New York Comedy Club at the time that this posted. I'm just coming back from that. Hopefully, maybe some of you who listen to this podcast went to see that. I know at least one person who listens to the podcast went to see it. Uh, so, yeah, that was a lot of fun. If you weren't there, you missed a fun time. There was a show at 6 p.m. and 10 p.m. There, yeah, uh, it was a good time. That album should be coming out soon. I am exhausted. So no more plugs, no more intro. We're going to get right into this episode because it's a pretty long one. We tried to cover a lot of the anime that came out in 2017. I don't, we definitely did not cover all of it, which is why this is going to be a semi-regular thing. So yeah, episode number 156 of 57 of the Quo Podcast. As always, if you enjoy this, hit subscribe on iTunes. We I always say this, but it is finally going to be happening in this new year. We're going to be available on some new platforms and some new exciting things are happening if you disagree with any opinions and or you want to leave a review on itunes that does help us a lot leaving a review hitting subscribe help us helps us a lot uh yeah and email is nerdproquo at gmail.com if you want to rant at me i will rant i will probably rant back i will look at emails i can't promise that i will respond to all of them and as always uh at nerdproquo on twitter so yeah Uh, This is episode 157, Anime 2017, possibly just part one. Yep. Uh, So I think we should start by uh, 
you know. Welcome back to Jamie's Wrong About Everything. Anyway. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk about anime, but we have a person who, who I don't think any of the people who listen to uh, this uh, are familiar with, so you should introduce yourself. Hi, I'm uh, Angela... <coughs> I, yep, right. <laughs> professionalism. Great. Um, I, I'm fighting a cold, I'm sorry. Um, Hi, I'm... I'm ah! <laughs> You're mean. <laughs> I'm Angelo's friend Casey. I'm subbing in for Justin so that he doesn't melt into a puddle of uh, terror and rage and rage-fueled terror and maybe a boner in there somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> Because we're talking about anime today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and, and related to anime in my life, rage, terror, and boners are rarely separated. So let's just... They're rarely just separated. Just so you know anime, what you so. have stepped into. <laughs> you coughing at it. None of... Yeah. Uh, so where do we even want to start? I don't know. There have been a lot... Well, we, we started talking about good anime in the year of in review podcast. Yes. But like... We kind of rapid fired through them, yes. um, because Justin was here. because that ended up being a a, 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 a three hour twenty minute not because I combined two a three hour twenty minute podcast that I had to split it to two oh parts. Oh gracious! Yeah. So there was a lot of stuff we had. <laughs> Let's talk about this at a, at a later date. And a lot of anime just uh, kind of pushed it, but. So I mean I don't know like we just just talk about what we've been watching what 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 was good what was bad I can't wait to talk about what was bad mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there like like so I'll, I'll I'll since this is sort of anime in review um, I'll say one thing um, last year was a high quality year for anime yeah yeah um, last year was like the jackpot yeah. Um, I'm very used to, like, like as an anime fan, you're probably familiar with this, as an anime fan, I'm used to 90% of anything that comes past my eyes being complete and utter crap. Um, and while most anime was complete and utter crap, we found, like, in last year alone, probably, like, six, maybe seven, um series that were like genuinely high quality yeah, there's three say, just in the last season alone yeah i would say six to seven <clears throat> series that were genuinely good but like the number doubles when you loop in series they were like they're pretty good so we watched them because we're anime fans and our standards are that low yeah in fact yeah. this is probably the first time that there were too many good anime for me to watch at one time because there there was an anime called elegant yokai apartment life yeah, Which we, was perfectly fine, you know? We saw the first two episodes of it, and we were really interested in continuing, and then we just forgot to, because that season also had gamers in it. Yeah, like... <laughs> ah, okay. There, there were just... I'm not used to too many good anime, uh, but there were too many good anime last year, uh, and that's good. So now we can move on to this year, which is obviously going to be nothing but crap. No, but, <clears throat> false. Um, Code Geass, season three... Might come out holiday twenty nineteen. Holiday twenty nineteen. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, they've been teasing that and teasing that and teasing that, and I'm going to die because they won't release any more information about it. Um, and yeah, so um, when ne- at next year's year in review, if I'm not there, it's because I died. <laughs> also, I don't know when it's come out. It might have come out already. Is and I'm always wary of these things. Is that the new Full Metal Alchemist like 
Not a season. Is it a movie? I can't. Yeah, it's wait, an OVA. Is there, is there new OVA. Full Metal yeah. Alchemist? There's there, there's new Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. Interesting. And I read. I can't remember the. But I remember reading about it, and I was. And it's supposed to take place like post Brotherhood, and I'm just like. Yeah, no, that's kind of how I felt. I don't know. I mean, um, without knowing anything about it, because I kind of fell out of uh, keeping up with it. Um, I. I would be cautiously optimistic, but maybe that's because I'm mentally comparing it to all the OVAs and side material for the 2003 Full Metal Alchemist anime, which right. were variable in quality. To be fair, actually, this is um, this is a pretty good segue. The guys who did Full Metal Alchemist also did another anime, which has been out uh, and, and this past season. Uh, Blood Blockade Battlefront. Oh, yeah. Um, and that anime is genuinely quality. So, okay. um, I guess I told you that. I might need to get crunchy. It's on Crunchy, but I think it's also on Hulu. Okay. Um, Japanese title Kekai Sensen, if you yeah. don't, uh, if you, if you care, can't if you it. care, if you, uh, or, or if you only know one title, but not the other. Um, the first season came out two, three years ago and the second season came out last year and is wrapping up right now. Um, and I think I told uh, you about this before, but I'll go it's over possible. it again. Yes, yes. Basically, the um, the the idea behind the anime is um, uh, at one point in the past, a gate to the demon world opens up in the middle of New York. Oh yes, yeah. you did it. Yes, and, I remember this. Okay. And, and the eventual attitude is, "Fuck it, I have to get to work." <laughs> Sounds very New York. Yeah, yeah, it was very New York. So, but Blood Blockade Battlefront is an anime that's very self-aware of itself. Like, it has a lot of uh, <laughs> self-aware of itself. Yes, yeah, self-aware of itself, awareness of its aware self. Is that of kind of like a? I've seen. I'm. I. I wouldn't go cause just because there's so much shit that comes out. Is that like just a? a general trend that's been coming out? Because there's been a... a, a Self-aware I mean, anime? Actually, yeah. I think it has I been. I feel yeah. like it's part of the sort of post-postmodern turn that pretty right. much all media has taken in the age of, like, Twitter and stuff. Yeah, because, like, you know, uh, My Hero Academia is, is that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and one, that's one, like, one that, Punch Man is clearly yeah, that. Yeah, very much that. That. Yeah. And when we talk about the other animes that we're going to talk about, like, mm-hmm. basically everything is self-aware at this point. Right. But yeah, and like, oh my god, if we're con- if we're including all anime from 2018, like, no, from 2017. 2017, yeah. 2017, I mean, even, er- like, last winter, there were so many good animes that I forgot were 2017. Yeah. But like, Yuri on Ice... Mob Psycho 100. Oh God, Mob Psycho so 100. Good. Both of which I haven't, I haven't watched because I don't. I I looked for Yuri. Uh, like I said, if if it's on Crunchyroll, I haven't. Well, well you, do you know what Yuri on Ice is about? Yes. Okay. Should we tell the viewers, the listeners, what they have heard it before? But let's go over. Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's pretend for a second that you yes. haven't heard of Yuri on Ice. Yuri on Ice. It's about um, Yaoi on Ice. Pedumptish. Anyway. Yeah, well, it starts out with the format of a sports anime for ice skating, and it kind of follows that format for the first three episodes, but then the budding, the, the typical sports anime's um, queer baiting subplot is like, surprise, we chopped off the baiting and chopped off the sub. It's just a queer plot. It's just a plot, yeah. <laughs> um, and then it becomes a really 
sweet sort of young adult romance that also has really amazingly choreographed and beautiful ice skating. Yeah, motion like capture, motion Which was really, really interesting. Ice skating um, stuff in it. And it's just, I mean, it's really great. Um, it's a great watch. It's on the list. I just have to get there. That and Mob Psycho 100. Really good opening theme, too. And Mob Psycho 100, the other one that we talked about, is was done by uh, the same person who does One Punch Man. Mm -hmm. um, essentially, it, it, it's very much in the same style. It's kind of absurdist shonen, you know? Yeah. I guess I guess you would call that the genre now. Yeah. Um, it, what, uh, unlike One Punch Man, though, Mob Psycho 100 does a lot more, like, genre busting. Like, it's really hard to pin down what it is. Like, it's kind of one of those paranormal investigation shows, but it's also kind of a special battle show, but mostly it's a show about this kid. And... It's, it's, I started, episode one is like, oh, okay, this is sweet. And then episode three punches you in the face and you're still sort of reeling and you're like, did you just punch me in the face? And then episode five punches you in the gut, you know, ax kicks you on top of your head. So it slams you on the ground and then just starts kicking you in the fields. <laughs> All of this metaphorically for your fields. Yeah. Um, it, it, it is a slower burn. So if you're, you know, like some people we know who, who can't deal with slow burn stuff, <laughs> uh, there's, um, there's, you're, you're not going to get hooked on episode one. Like I didn't get hooked on episode one. Yeah. You have to stick I, with it. I for try with anime, with anything. I try and give everything at least three episodes. Speaking of at least three episodes, <laughs> this rule is, I, I jump on this because it's the absolute perfect segue into talking about a late 2017 anime that we enjoyed very much. Anime Gataris. Which references the third episode, the give it three episode yeah. rule in its third episode by name. <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah. Um, anime Gatteries, by the way, and you should watch this. Okay. I actually do think that you would that you would genuinely like this. For the record, a lot of times I will recommend anime to people because I think it will hurt them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this, I think, you would genuinely enjoy. And, 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 there, and Angela often gets upset upset at me because uh, clearly uh, giving my history of video games yeah. that have been you can play it on your PC yeah. and I have two of them and I play I have played maybe a couple episodes of one of them and one of them I got to the load screen got a phone call and never got back to <laughs> yeah. yeah so you, he has suggested a lot of anime to me unless it's and, uh, and then he gets angry at me because I will, I won't either won't get to watching it or uh, I will watch something terrible that I will tell. This yeah, is what I watched. Uh, he goes, yeah. "Why did you watch? Why did you watch that?" Here's here's the thing. Here's the honest thing. Jamie asks for suggestions. I he's do. Like, he's like, I really want to get more into this. You know, he came to the anime con with us yes, that I one did. time. You know, he enjoyed it. He he likes our geeky little world. So I tell him stuff, and he's like. No, I'm gonna watch Seven Deadly Sins instead. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Okay. In, in fairness, in fairness, I was already watching Seven Deadly Sins. That doesn't make someone, it better. It, no, it doesn't. Uh, I I make no qualms about liking some some trash ass trash. Uh, and my perfect example for this year is is Fate Apocrypha. It's trash ass It's trash ass trash. Jamie, you're like the same trash. Wait, 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 wait. Trash ash trash. 
Jamie, yes. you do realize right. you're like right. the sing- your why fate never ends. Like you're <laughs> the reason why there's like 35 different fate IPs out there right now. For, for uh, I watched Fate Apocrypha for the same kind of reason that I still watch Arrow. <laughs> Because you hate yourself? Because like, it's, it's trash, but it's beautiful trash. It's terrible. But for some reason, I can't stop watching it. Like, it's like, but it's so pretty. Look at its ads. I can't, it's I, basically... <laughs> <laughs> it's basically kind of... It's not a perfect analogy, but I think it's an apt one for what I watch. Are you, are you, are you going to watch the next Fate, the new one that's coming out this season? Because there's another one for some fucking reason? Maybe. I don't know. But like I said, I'm a sucker for, <laughs> for good battle scenes, and that had, like, fun battle scenes. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. Like, mm. yeah. I, suppose, I suppose that is one of the two reasons you go to Fate. Really cool battle scenes and big honking anime titties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're Yeah. Great. So now, not, that, you know, now, you know, that we've, now that we've brought up the specter in the room whenever you talk about <laughs> whether or not anime is good, which is to say the specter of big anime. Days. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, now we've established that Jamie's a garbage person. Well, so. yeah. <laughs> Here's what I will say is, is I think I've been so like, dead into that that I didn't even notice it <laughs> in Fate of <laughs> Like, it's such... It's like one of those tropes that I'm so used to seeing that, like, that the fact that you pointed, pointed it out, I actually... When you said that, in my brain had to go. You know, oh, yeah. like like a mental flashback sequence. sequence. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, and I was just like, oh yeah. You know that episode of SpongeBob where Squidward goes to the suburbs and he's happy, and then his face slowly turns like neutral and then sad, while the same scenes like flicker around him. I'm imagining that with your face over just a changing, but repeating tableau of like naked anime breasts, like flopping or boobling or just. Being there, and you're just like, yeah, big anime titties. They got that canned bread. Although, although in fairness, I will, I will say that it, that it, at least twice during Phantomographer, I had that moment of why, 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 why? <laughs> As like, is that supposed to be a, ch- a child? What, what's, why is she wearing dental floss? Floss as under as dental like, flesh. Yeah, like <laughs> as her costume. a floss. Yeah, it's just <laughs> right. like what is that? Why? That's just, okay. Eh, all right. It's like it's like playing a bad Street Fighter knockoff. But you're watching. No, it's not like playing a bad Street Fighter one. It's like watching someone else. Play, play a, bad, a bad Street Fighter. Later today, we're going to play a bad Street Fighter knockoff. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Anime Gotries. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I'm going to sidetrack you with all the trash no, I've been watching. Good. That's good, because we, we covered that. So yeah. Now, yeah, 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 yeah. Now we can cover it and put it in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The corner. Um, anime Gotries. Um, is was a surprise greatness, and it, it, it had a really tough act to follow, I think, in terms of its genre, because the season before Anime Gotteries aired, we were addicted to gamers. Or if you read it, you know, the way the title uh, sort of was stylized, it would be gamers! 
There's an exclamation point at the end. We'll Are talk there about two exclamation Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> just just very emphatic. But we'll talk about gamers after Anime Godfrey because yeah, it's so really not as much in the same genre as we thought. It's not on paper. It is. Um, gamers is about a person joining a game club ostensibly um that's a slice of life and so anime gotcha was the season following and it was about a person joining an anime club ostensibly and we were like oh okay like this is pretty good and it was decent um and the first six episodes are pretty normal you know i mean normal ish it was very self-aware like was, we said yeah, yeah it was very self-aware self-referential we mentioned the third epi yeah. third episode did the um gotta watch an anime for three episodes before you uh before you commit right and they also mentioned like they were all legally distinct titles but they essentially mentioned anime that was being aired right now and classic anime mm -hmm. and like a lot of watching it was this game where we're like oh i know what they're talking about i get that one i understand that reference like the uh, uh, like the captain not, america not game. yeah not related to anime but in the same weird like meta and oh i know what they're referencing right now and also the third episode this doesn't get it uh future man is similar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and as far as like live action stuff that is similar to what like i think you could have had that as an anime and it probably would have been the exact same <laughs> show but anyway yeah sorry it doesn't go on yeah. oh yeah so um i i guess i, I guess i'm handling anime gotteries and behind the wheel um <laughs> You get to the sort of the sixth or seventh episode, and they go through it. They go through the sort of it's a club anime, so they go through like some of the stock club anime plots. Like, there's an absurdly powerful student council that wants to shut them down for some reason, and there's the episode where they all go to a hot spring for some godforsaken reason. Um, and uh, god beams, which uh, are just beams of light that hide your junk and your and your titties uh, are apparently real in that universe, uh, and they reference them by name. <laughs> um, and then around, like, um, the middle of the show, there's this sudden, disconcerting genre shift. And, like, they've been hinting at it, and it's even in the Crunchyroll summary. It's just that you had spent six episodes with it being normal that you forgot that in the Crunchyroll summary it goes, also the apocalypse is happening. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then also the apocalypse happened. <laughs> um, and it got really weird and really meta, but it was, it was a fun show. It felt like the anime, like, developer, it, it felt cathartic. It felt yeah. like watching somebody else's catharsis. Like, there was an episode where they make their own short anime to prove that the club does, like, productive things other than <laughs> just sitting and watching anime. And, like, there's all these gags about, like, how beleaguered the script writers are because they have to write stuff over and over again how exhausting it is to voice act, how the direction is frustrating and this and that and it's 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 really fun and it's really smart. Oh, that's why stuff. why the the why the anime from it was called Catharsis. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah. Ah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. gen genuinely good. I wouldn't say that it was as good as Gamers, which I guess we'll talk about next. But... Yeah, I'm like chafing at the bit first to talk about Gamers. <laughs> oh, can you hand me my phone, by the way? Okay. As, as I just say that professionally. Yeah. To the, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, sure. I just want to be sure that like people aren't randomly, you know, waiting outside. Um, nope. Okay. So you can professionally let them in. So I can professionally yeah, yes. let them in and be like, hey, shut up. Anyway, <laughs> um, 
So gamers, oh wait, sorry, gamers. Um, yeah. Gamers was an anime. Also, you'd probably like it. Okay. Um, about gamers. Um, it, <laughs> it uh. It starts, uh, it's bait and switch was that it was going to be a club anime, right? It was like, um, the main character is going to join this gaming club and they're gonna, you know, uh, go on to pro gaming tournaments. They're gonna do like speed running and professional gaming tournaments and they they had like almost... What was it? They had like Counter Strike. It was yeah. it was literally they, distinct from Counter Strike. They, they Counter Strike, like but like they referenced, they had PUBG. They had yeah. um, um, they, there was a uh, someone who was just playing Guilty Gear in the yeah, club room. Yeah, Arc System Works partnered with the anime, so Arc System Works games could actually appear and be referenced by their real names. Yeah, um, cool. Although the rest had to be legally distinct, but like you knew exactly what they were talking about. If yeah, you're, if you're a gamer. Yeah. Um, like Tales of Fantasia was Legend of Fantasia. Yeah. Like they didn't try very hard. No. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah. So the 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 main character joins a gaming club because uh he ha- he is attracted to one of the members of the gaming club, and she's you know. She's the stereotypical, you know, blonde-haired popular girl mm-hmm. who also happens to be really good at gaming. Um, and so the whole first They do actually exist in real life, by the way. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. but, like, but not the way that the anime yeah, stereotype yeah. is. Like, yeah. You know? Like... Um, but she's like... She, she was built up to be that trope. And then... The episode sets it up for him to, you know, join the gaming club. Like, he's given an arcade stick. Everyone's like, it's going to be great for you to be, like, the new person here. And then he's like, actually, no. Uh, I don't think I want to do this. Yeah, like, the the main character, his his sort of thing, and the, the thing they make us believe is that his sort of niche is dating games. He enjoys romance sims. Um, but he's also just... A filthy casual? Yeah, like... In general. Like, he's not actually... And so they set you up to think that, like, this is the story of how he becomes not a filthy casual and very good at games. But after experiencing the gaming club on the first day and seeing how, like, really dedicated and, like, difficult, you know, gaming, you know, not for pleasure but for, you know, glory can be, he was like, yeah, I just like playing games casually. And that's, like, the end of the first episode. And they're like... What? Yeah. <laughs> what? In the background, the gaming club continues to have their own bonkers anime go on. Yeah, every once in a while, every once in a while, we get to see what's going on next door in the gaming club anime. <laughs> but, but gamers is an anime about relationships. Yeah, it's it's like it's a slice of life. But but I always hesitate to say slice of life because slice of life has become creepily synonymous with harem. Yeah. Um, recently, and this okay. is not a harem a- it's anime. Not, and I really normally don't consider slice of life my genre, um, pro- mostly because it's gotten so skeezy and sleazy. But in general, slice of life sort of romance, dating, and/or human relationship-based media tends to be boring to me. I really like that shonen trash, but this was different like it the writing was very smart um it helps caring and warm it wasn't exploitative it wasn't exploitative along any axis you know the male characters you know were interesting and they had their own weaknesses of personality sometimes they were often assholes but they were assholes in the way high school guys who care are assholes and not the way like grizzled 20 something dudes you know in their basement are assholes 
Um, and like the girls, there were once in a while, you know, some like, you know, exploitative shots, but they were written like real people and their problems and their miscommunications and their relationship pratfalls and this and that going on formed the basis of the plot. It wasn't a joke, you know, that um, the popular girl fell really hard for this slug nerd dude and was confused and, cra and crazy about it because that's how teen crushes are. They don't make any sense. High school doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, the, the I find that the characters were like the biggest draw of yeah. gamers because the, the main character, you know, this filthy casual kind of comes at gaming, you know, and, and kind of... By the way, you're going to have to explain explain people filthy casual because i don't even oh explain. well that's because wow. you're a filthy casual <laughs> yes. yeah. I, mean, were using I, I got that yeah. thank you <laughs> well we're, we're using it very ironically you know yeah. but um it's kind of it's kind of a joke term for a person who just um plays games but isn't really up on terminology or doesn't consider themselves a gamer or isn't right. really entrenched yeah. in the community or um does shit like explain the fighting game scene? Okay, so explain the fighting game there, scene. There's please. a scene in episode two. Um, uh, the main character meets one of the other main characters who is like a popular kid now, but was really into games before. Um, and uh, he meets up with him at an arcade, and it's just like, I kind of want to play games with you. You know, you seem to know what you're talking about. Let's play this fighting game. And there's this whole scene using the actual uh, uh, in-game engine of Persona 4 Arena. Um, mm -hmm. where it goes over all of the stupid things that people who are new at fighting games do. Okay. Like, jump repeatedly, forget that you can throw, uh, match on buttons to try to do a desperation super move, so on and so forth. Um, um, forget you can block. Forget you can block, <laughs> you know, and it goes over that. And, and the whole point is he's bad. Like, he's genuinely bad at the game. Um, but, like, it... It's this whole scene. We watch this scene, and Rob, our friend Rob, is like, "I feel so called out right now." <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that, like, like the there's that divide. Like the main character is the filthy casual, you know. Like he he likes playing the game, but he has no desire to get good. Um, it, essentially, a a filthy casual, and this is getting weirdly academic about this, but a filthy yes. casual is someone who plays games, but has no desire to be good at them for the sake of being good at them, has right. no desire to analyze them for the sake of, like, academic or intellectual purposes, has no desire to make them, you know, basically... So, and generally, me. and, and yeah. I want to specifically point out, and also lack self-awareness about yeah. it. I know a lot of people who like games understand a lot of their terminology um, and have a genre and comfort zone that they don't stray from, but they're not casuals because they are aware of kind of where they're at and they're comfortable with it. You know, yeah. like I don't play fighting games because I don't really enjoy that type type of gameplay and I'm not very good at it. It's really different from I don't play fighting games because fighting games suck. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, uh, although, okay, so I actually have a... I don't know if this is an, calling it an a, important question would, I think, elevates it a little bit too much. Because <laughs> it's about games. No. And by the way, the term is ironic because, like, it no, was no, originally no, yeah, it was that. originally used by like actual like, like edge lords. <laughs> yeah, like like edge lords, like people who genuinely weren't good at games used yeah. to use it. You know, um, like the 
you would never see a pro-great gamer using that term, except you do now, but they always use it ironically. Yeah. You know, like, they'll call other pro-gamers filthy casuals, or they'll, they'll be like, oh, you, you know... Uh, you played that game for five minutes. I played it for ten. Filthy casual, you know, <laughs> something like that. You know, like it, it's a joke now. You know, but it, it used to be a thing that like a bunch of people, like basically internet trolls, you know, assholes on the internet, said, you know, genuinely uh, looking down on other people, and kind of the pro community took back. You know, right. so yeah. yeah. So I'm going to uh, over intellectual and in, in, blah, 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 word that I can't actually say intellectualize this question uh, because of everything that you're describing for this series. I literally write about games for a living. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, no, no. <laughs> but, but, but uh, so in animation, just generally speaking, mm -hmm. you have, uh, you can get away with stuff, you can, you know, there's stuff that's more acceptable because there's a separation between the signifier and what is being signified. Right. Uh, and for everything that you're describing for this series, what is any reason that I would watch this over as an anime over anything else that is just as well written as live action? Because that is kind of what ends up being my my if might be an unfair barrier to watching something like this, but everything you're describing to me, I was just like, I've seen this series already and it wasn't an anime why would i watch it as an anime? you you've seen a series about high school gamers dealing with relationships before because i want to i want to see that series. it's not specific like, to gamers but it's if it's specific even what you're describing doesn't sound like it's specific to later you're saying later because the main character isn't really a gamer but the whole point so this is what i was talking about the okay. the, the the characters surrounding him uh, it, it basically deals with gamer culture in a way a lot of other okay. series haven't. Um, yeah. So the characters that surround him are, there. there's the popular girl, right? Uh, and her deal is she is essentially a pro gamer. Yeah. There is this really heartfelt discussion they had once about how um, she wants really badly to, you know, practice the skill and hone her skill. And sometimes that makes her, it makes it feel like she can be inaccessible to other people and she can't share her love of games with other people because, you know, games mean this very specific thing to her. Um, and, mm -hmm. like, there is a barrier between her and the main character. Um, another another character is uh, someone who creates games, like a budding like, game developer. Yeah, a budding game developer who okay. creates uh -huh. freeware okay. games. Uh -huh. um, and she... Uh, is really into essentially game analysis, you know, like looking at the artistic side of things. Um, there's, you know, uh, the the uh, other character that we talked about who has kind of fallen away from games because he tried really hard to be popular, and he's kind of discovering that it's okay to still like, you know, uh, the the games that he used to like and kind of be a nerd. Um, and then there's another character who basically wasn't a gamer at all. You know? Yeah, like not not even casually, um, who's just there because she likes people, mm -hmm. um, and she's sort of you know she sort of represents like um, you don't have to look down on other people for having a hobby that you don't share. So yeah. so it is good because I always uh, what I'm suggest the reason why I bring this up is because there's shows that aren't anime mm -hmm. that I also, that I can I would suggest to people or I wouldn't suggest to people because. Mm -hmm. Uh, and weirdly, Stranger Things is one of these shows mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where I'm like, I would watch this show. Mm -hmm. 
And it seems like there's enough, like, character interaction that, like, uh, someone who isn't into games would watch it. But it's, like, the reason why I bring up Stranger Things is it's, like, there's a certain audience that it feels like this is specifically, like, are going to get a lot, a shit ton more out of it than than the (laughs) casual... Watcher so it's basically my main mm, point. I, I genuinely feel like gamers can be appreciated by everyone if only because I mean It's a like, slice it's of basically like, my 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 my, sli- my sort of trash question to this is Is the show would the show be enjoyable? Without any of those things. Oh, yeah, without okay. any of what things? any of the gaming that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. like it like it, even if you replace the gaming references with some other sort of um, anything, key, anything key else. attribute that bound yes. the characters okay. and their relationships together, it would still be good, which is why I think that we're trying to say that gamers is really good. Yeah, because it's that's not, why I ask all yeah. those questions. Not to no, like, yeah, shit on it because I haven't no, seen it yet. It's good that, it's good that <laughs> we, we got onto the same plane of communication. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the reason gamers is good is is it be, is because it picks a hobby in this case games and a culture, you know, in this case gamer culture, and then it uses that as the backdrop for essentially five high schoolers navigating, you know, relationships, friendships, um, budding romances, and just the the world of high school. Um, and, and not in a trashy way. And not I in a really trashy way, which I, I, it was one of those things where I didn't realize how trashy high school animes had gotten until I watched this. And I was like, oh my God, you know, <laughs> they're, they're, oh my God, fresh air. There's basically I've like been under this table for hours and breathing my own carbon dioxide. And I forgot what <laughs> oxygen tasted like. Very little, very little is done for the male gaze. Like, like, honestly, I feel like this has approached like the slice of life genre better than like. Even a lot of like American-made, you know, sort mm. of like live-action stuff. Yeah, there, I mean, but there's a lot. I mean, to me, there's a there's, there's a, lot a lot of American, shitty, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of American stuff. That, um, I, I, as you were describing this, I was like, man, I could I could think of live-action sort of versions of this that are that are terrible, and yeah. the one that and the one that immediately springs to mind, of course, is Big Bang Theory. Oh, oh no! Oh, oh no! No! God no! How dare you! How <laughs> dare you! <laughs> um, but no, it's it's really good. Like like they also here's the thing. They also uh, and this is this is a low bar, but like uh, uh, like it's, it's a low the, bar, the, but it's the, there, isn't the, it? The female characters are characters. Like, yeah, they are. They are not. They are not. They're not prizes. They're not like. Things for the male characters to lust after. They're, in fact, the greater portion of the show. Yeah, um, it's the the main cast is two guys and three girls, and um, while of course that immediately introduces the fun sort of like we don't know how the end pairings will end up because there is an uneven number of uh, of male and female characters, but it's also you you know what it had and what struck me and it was simultaneously incredibly refreshing and sort of horrifying that I realized how important it was to me that I was lacking it, but it had male characters being genuine platonic friends with no thought of potentially romancing them female characters. Like it actually had, and I, it's so rare in Japanese media for that, and American media for that matter, it's so rare in media for that to happen. Like even if guys and girls are friends, there's oh there's often always 
implied this undercurrent of they could date. We are going to keep that in reserve for season seven when we yeah. run out of plot. <laughs> yeah. They could date though. But like there, there is a hilarious, um, you know, almost, I, I compared it to Shakespeare in terms of like, you know, Twelfth Night or one of the goofier like Midsummer Night's Dream kind of comedies where the, the various pairings keep mis misconstruing others platonic interest as romantic interest and vice versa. Right. And the one girl is dating um, the the sort of um, bet the popular kid who used to be a gamer character. And the main character and her keep meeting up to have like game plans on whether to find out if he's emotionally cheating on her with this one girl and then with this other girl. And she's trying to get main character to realize that the one girl is head over heels for him. And they just keep meeting up at this cafe. And from the outset, from the outside, a couple of the characters are like, are they a thing? But it's never teased like, oh, they could be a thing. It's just like, no, we're here to drink tea and discuss our problems. Loudly. Loudly. Which, is, uh, yeah, which Loudly. makes everyone else feel which very makes awkward. everyone else feel really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, so two more questions. Number one, what is the general animated style? Because different animes have different styles. Um... It's not very psychedelic, but, um, I mean, it, it has fairly realistic proportions. Um, some hair is a little bit blue, but like, um, I, I really liked its visual style. Mm -hmm. Um, the opening sequence of gamers is incredible. It's just yeah. this huge, like long array of gaming references. Specifically and, people failing at games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we realized halfway through that, like, it's all these shots of like, of people like dying or failing in various video games, but it's, you the people who made it made it so for example you see a character who's like a tiny cheapified sprite of one of the main characters trying to make a jump in mario and missing it but he doesn't just make the jump and miss it he skids across the platform and the sprite turns so you could see that he was trying to self-correct when he fell in like that's the level of attention to detail that gamers had in every aspect of its writing that was really just so really it, top notch it's interesting you you brought this up and we 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 have discussed this before. Uh, there's a couple of things that you watch, and I'm getting the impression about this series, is that you didn't realize how wrong other things yes. were yeah. done yes. until you watch it done right. And for me, like, I mean, just because we, we were talking about Spider-Man Homecoming, he's like, wow, I really I didn't realize how much they got wrong in all the other movies <laughs> no, until no, they finally got it right. Until like, it's finally happened. Thank yeah. God. Holy yeah, Gamers <laughs> is kind of that. Well, to be fair, I already knew that Slice of Life anime was a shit pile. Yeah. Um, like, it is a it is a massive shit pile. In fairness, Slice of Life anything generally tends to be yeah. a shit pile. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's surprisingly hard to write good, normal stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I used to think I was not a fan of Slice of Life, but after Anime Gateries and Gamers, it turns out I think I am. It's just that there are no good Slice of there Life. There are no good <laughs> like, Slice shows of Life. Out there. Shows. Like, um, but like, you give me these two things, like, like, Anime Gateries outside of the weird, like, David Lynch turn that it takes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Oh no! I really want to. You, you just you just name dropped a what a name that's like okay. I'm gonna need the. It's like watch oh. It. Oh yeah. If, if you if you're into like David Lynch stuff, you will love the last. Half I, of I that you know I, I, I can't even say that I'm into David Lynch stuff. <laughs> it's just that if you drop that, I feel like I now need to watch it, whether it's good or not. Good. <laughs> good. Uh, but yeah, the parts of that that were just. But of course, it's not Crunchyroll, so I'll never see it. I fucking hate you. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so uh, uh, the parts of anime gatteries that were just a slice of life um, also really had nothing to do with romance. Like, all the characters were not there for each other's romance. And the one time that they did, it was played for a joke. Yeah. Like... It was kind of played for a joke, and then it sort of dropped. Uh, it, it was a subplot that rose up for a couple episodes, then dropped out as more interesting things started happening, like the apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I don't know. I just um. And once again, I'm going to say gamers is better than anime gotries. Uh, yeah, it's anime very different, but, didn't have that special but, like you know level of really good real emotionally realistic writing but it was fun yeah it was really fun and it did some crazy daring visual stuff yeah and it was doing that even before i would argue the weird david lynch turn yeah. less daring but i really liked its visual style it's a lot cutesier than game it does the voiceover pull it off you know, oh yeah okay. oh yeah in you, both anime the, vo okay. the voice acting in both anime is yeah. really good um and you know what like i'm just gonna say gamers was also hit me emotionally like it made me smile. It made me cry at points. Like it yeah. was, it was a genuine heartfelt experience. Like it had. Gamers wasn't too scared to be tender. Yeah. A lot of shows are too scared to be tender. Yeah. Because there's only been one. I mean, granted. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say the embarrassing thing. So there was a scene where a character was whacking it. Um, yeah. A, a female character was introduced who was the stock gamer who likes porn games mm -hmm. character, and not once is her erotic development portrayed for the male gaze consumption. Yeah. It and wasn't it wasn't hot when it wasn't like, hot. she was caught whacking it in her sister's bed. Whack By the way, don't bed. don't oh, whack it in your sister's bed. bed. <laughs> um like, like it, it wasn't even like it was implied. I mean, it was obviously implied. You realized that was what was happening if you were paying attention. But there was no. She was just like, "Okay, sis, I'm sorry. Don't notice that I was in your bed with your laptop." And it's like, "Oh, okay, yeah." So you were just whacking it in your sister's bed. Don't do <laughs> Don't that. whack it in your sister's Don't bed. Do Don't do that. Yeah, not not played for eroticism. Not played for the male gaze whatsoever. It was a thing that happened that was about you know you know her awkward high school development, and yeah. that was. Refreshing, and it's weird to talk about whacking it in your sister's bed as refreshing. <laughs> but like, but yeah. So, um, so yeah. Genuinely, like, I, I, I can't believe that I'm, I'm raising up on a pedestal. You know, to one and a half slice of life animes. <laughs> yeah. But like, re they were both really very good, and and they, they both kind of have that like pastel, colorful, you know. Late millennium. They had similar aesthetics. Yeah, like there aesthetics. Were, there were important differences, particularly as anime gotteries began playing with its own art style when the weird meta elements came okay. into play. Um, but anime gotteries was definitely a lot pinker yeah. than, than, <laughs> than gamers. gamers. Um, gamers felt really realistic. Like I said, the proportions were really realistic. The emotions and writing were really realistic. Anime Gatari's uh, definitely was aware it was an anime from the start. More than we realized. Because yeah. <laughs> um, that becomes a key plot point. Um, but yeah, they both they both had very similar aesthetic things going on. Especially in their like title cards and opening animations, which is sort of where you see the sort of marketing devised, you know, general aesthetic of the show being sort of on display. Um, but they were both really good. Cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, because generally speaking, what I've found this year was that... And I've just found this in general. I mean, of course, because you guys, I would say, are like true anime fans. I'm, I'm a... Oh, we don't... True. True anime I'm, I'm, slight, anime I'm slightly more than average anime <laughs> Fan, but I will say it gets that, worse than us. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Like, 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 like there, there are like tears, man. You know, they're fucking engrams and shit. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we've stared into the void. And, yeah, because, <laughs> because I've generally just found even like I, I listened to another anime podcast and I found that like the stuff that like generally speaking everyone quote unquote watches, I'm just like. All right, I've now watched a season of this and I'm done. I mean, I I do that with a lot of. So here's the thing. Or not even a the, season. The of thing like, that I'm done now. So I'm kind of the same. Notoriously, way. Attack on Titan. I was just like, yeah, I'm, no, I'm I was the same. Now. Attack on Titan. I was also one and done with yeah. it. Um, I loved it when it was airing, but when season by the time season two came out, I was like, yeah, my Attack on Titan flame has like long burned out. Because everyone was like, it's so dramatic. I was like, no, it's just a lot of people screaming Attack all on the Titan. Titan. Attack the on time. Titan, to me, was a better short story than novel. If you yeah. were going to translate them into right. length. The longer Attack on Titan went, the more you were able to poke holes in its, in its high concept premise. Right. Um, so watching it just for a season and piecing out at the end of the season is, in my personal opinion, uh, probably the ideal way to experience. It. Like here's the yeah, thing. I've just stopped. Like I think three quarters through, I like ninety five percent sure it was the first season. I was just like, yeah, I I now don't care whether anyone on this show lives or dies. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was I don't care, and that's not good if it, it's a series. If I'm watching, it, like I'll, I'll put people on blast. Like I. I only moderately enjoyed Attack on Titan, and I only watched about halfway through the first season, and that was it. Yeah. Um, and most of the things... See, here's the thing. Most of the things that the quote-unquote anime fan will tell you to watch would be stuff that I would only tell you to watch if I hated you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I only, like, 50% hate you, so, yeah, like, yeah, I'll yeah, do that after that. But, like... You ask people what animes you need to watch, they say stuff like Naruto, like Bleach, like DBZ, like, you know, One Piece. I hate Apologies Bleach. to my, my friend Sharon. Neon uh, Genesis Evangelion. Neon Ge yeah, Evangelion, which by the way... Swinging in the other direction. Yeah, like, like I think Ava is very overrated. Um, yeah. But there are I, love friend, I love here, Ava, here's but that's... My, here's my problem. People recommend Neon Genesis Evangelion to a person who says I've never watched anime before. And that's, that's wrong. A bad, don't idea. fucking that's do that. Wrong. Yeah, that's a bad I'm idea. sorry. Are we allowed to swear? Yeah, yeah. of course. Good. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'm I am very into anime, but I find that a lot of the things that people consider to be like the distilled anime experience are kind of I don't know hokey and formulaic and I, I don't probably it. because they're the quote distilled anime experience yeah. unquote like the job of a work of art is to be itself not to represent its job like we've had the discussion before where i just uh much in the way that you think evangelion is is massively over overrated i think all of uh God damn it, I just, my brain just completely just, as I was saying it, like the pilot light on my brain just went. 
all of. Does that mean your brain will explode if we the, light a match? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, the stupid movie that they made with Scarlett Johansson. My God. Oh. Oh. oh so uh, Ghost in the Shell. Shell. Ghost in the Shell. All of Ghost in the Shell, I think, is all of it, in, including the movie. Oh, fair I think it's massively overrated. Um, I've never, I have actually never watched any yeah. Ghost in the Shell. Mm-hmm. There's a lot I, of I get classic it. anime that I've never seen. Mm-hmm. I, I, but that's one of those things where I, and we'll get to some of like classic anime. Classic say, animes. You know, but but that's one of those ones. There's like. At least, uh, there are some that I watch and I'm like, I, I get it. I get why people like this. Uh, you know, Ghost in the Shell is like, especially the movie, the original movie, I'm like, I get it. Akira. I love Akira. I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Attack on Guy- Titan, even though I stopped caring about the character, any of the characters, three quarters through the first season, I'm like, I get it. Naruto. I get it. I do get I mean, it. I get it. But. Yeah, yeah. That's. Uh. Thank you for saying that to me. Like, yeah, I, I get it. Okay. Bleach. I just hated. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to say. I'm about to say this thing, which is the paradox of hipsterdom, which is that I only liked Bleach during its very first arc and hated it thereafter. Which is weird when you think about it, because. That's the type of thing some people say to emphasize how much of a fan they are of the series. Yeah. Where if in the hipster concept where you have to like the first five minutes of it and hate the the rest. Of it. Yeah. But no, I mean, Bleach is fucking awful. Yeah. It's, just, no, it's bad. I I wouldn't even go to so far as to say it was bad. I just like like I said, I gave it like three or four episodes and I'm like. Yeah, I'm done. Oh, if you if you you were done three or four episodes in, you would have been like <laughs> inverted by the time you ended up getting to like the yeah, and yet, and yet and yet I love Inuyasha and I know it's trash. What? Whoa! <laughs> wow! 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 Exactly. We coordinate that. That's real natural that's, reactions right here. What's wrong with you, bottled, dude? Bottled spring <laughs> reactions. You know, there are certain things that I can't, I can't explain that one though. No, that's okay. I'm about see. I'm about to um, play my trump card way too early. Sure. Why no one should respect my opinion about everything. <laughs> Um, I like the Yu-Gi-Oh. I, I like Yu-Gi-Oh. But here's yeah, the thing. When I you mentioned that before no, no. we started recording, I was like... No, no, no. No, no, no. See, I know what you're thinking, and what you're thinking is wrong. I didn't watch Yu-Gi-Oh when I was a kid, and I never watched the Duel Monsters anime. I fell in love in college with Yu-Gi-Oh GX. Okay. It's bad. <laughs> Like, I want you to understand that Yu-Gi-Oh! GX is bad. <laughs> I watched it actually in high school, yeah. It was, it yeah. Was, there are certain things that, like, if they hit, even if they're really bad, if they hit you at a certain time in your life. If they hit you at a life, specific time, a specific vulnerability is exposed in that period of time. You know, your specific Shadow of the Colossus glowing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just, oh, you do. understand the Shadow I of the Colossus do. reference, you fucking dickbag? It's like, well, because. Looks like you've played a video game. Technically speaking, that doesn't have to be a video game reference. Okay. It's, it's, <laughs> But, um, yeah, so, like, there's a special sort of tribulation that comes from being a person with ostensibly good taste, or at least the ability to understand cultural criticism, who likes 
bad things. Because the problem is, I want to go talk to people who also like Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, but at the same time, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Because you don't want to go to a person and be like, I really like Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. And they're like, yeah, it's so good, isn't it? And I'm like, no! <laughs> no! How dare you speak to me? <laughs> there are a lot of things in my life, and, and uh, uh, I forget, I think it Someone on the Data Gould podcast was referred to. They weren't referred specifically that Star Wars was one of these things, but they were saying that like if you don't like bad movies, you're missing out on like eighty five percent of movies right. that yeah. you, like, you could still be enjoying. Like not even like, ironically, just like life, life is too short to only like good things. You know, <laughs> like there's got to be you got to be eating macaroni and cheese out of the fucking pot at three in the morning, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, that sounds delicious. Yeah, I almost killed them with macaroni and cheese. Your mac and cheese is terrifying. <laughs> Like, it's that as if I was taking a handful of butter and just shoving it down my throat. Is, I ate that. I was like, wow, this is the the richest, thickest that I think I've yeah, ever made. Yeah, that was this. insane. Yeah, I, was, was, it, I, I overdid it a like, little I'm, bit. Like, I am a fat ass, and I ate, like, half of a small bowl, and I was like, what the fuck is the matter with you, Jamie? Meanwhile, Justin's working on his third bowl, and he's like, All right. yeah. Justin, <laughs> I'm scared of how much Justin can eat. Can we take a complete sidebar from it <laughs> yeah. so I can roast so I can roast, roast Justin, Justin while This he's is not the here. roast Justin Wu episode. It's so I can great. roast Justin while he's not here. I brought him to Angelo's house um, as as a gift, I suppose, um, half a box of peanut butter smidgens. Now, these are chocolate candies from a very specific sort of regional chocolate, you know, maker in northeastern Pennsylvania. Um, Delicious, just, by the way. They are they are chocolate with peanut butter inside them. They're just little little hunks. They're usually they, they're usually seasonal, which is why I had a bunch of boxes that I bought for half off. Right. They were Santa, um, you know, shaped, so they were on sale right after Christmas. Um, the serving size for these chocolates is four. It's about two hundred eighty calories, and when you eat four smidgens, you feel like you ate a giant lump of chocolate peanut butter, like brick. Like <laughs> it's great. They're delicious and wonderful. And many times, and of course, you know, like on uh, many an Easter morning, I've shoved like six e Easter bunny smidgens in my mouth, going, "I don't care, I don't care, <laughs> chocolate." Um, I left half this box at, at, at Angelo's apartment thinking like, yeah, you know, like I can't, I can't eat all the, all these by myself, you know, especially with like, you know, new year's resolutions and whatnot. Um, I come back like two days later and Angelo was like, Justin Wu was over and he ate literally the entire box. And I was like, is he, he dead? He, he is he dead? He didn't eat the whole box. He left me one. <laughs> He did the thing where he leaves a candy at the bottom of the <laughs> All right, Justin, so you're going to listen to this podcast, and right now you're being like, fuck you, Casey. How are you alive? Are you blood sugar checked? So what's the next anime? So anime! anime. Yeah, all right. Let's focus back up here. Anime! Justin kicks down the door. He's right, like, fuck you guys. About, I talked about Yu-Gi-Oh. The latest Yu-Gi-Oh is very good. The... the Air quotes, but yeah. I mean, for Yu-Gi-Oh's. The yeah. last Yu-Gi-Oh we had was Arc 5, and don't don't watch Arc 5. I couldn't do it, you know? And if I can't do it, and I like Yu-Gi-Oh GX, you gotta know Arc 5 is the worst Yu-Gi-Oh they've ever made. Um, but Yu-Gi-Oh Reigns 
is real good. It's basically if Yu-Gi-Oh! and Snow Crash got married and had a weird Neuromancer cyberpunk baby and also possibly Mother 3 was there. Um, and Vor. There is, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. if, you, if you care, which you might not, and I wouldn't blame you, check out Yu-Gi-Oh! Brains. Before, you know, like, because in the early stages of a Yu-Gi-Oh! is when you want to get into it, because then it gets past 100 episodes, and then you can't recommend it to people anymore, because they're like, why would you do that to me? <laughs> Um, are you are you just trying to sell me a product, which is basically? Well, I mean, yeah, it's a t there's a special weird formula for enjoying toyetic series because you have to be able to watch them while having the cognitive dissonance that knows this plot is going to be abandoned because they're going to change something in the meta and decide that we need to push a new product, which will equal either new plots or new characters. Right. Um, and knowing that and being able to sort of like you know, sort of, like, dodge all that nonsense is part and parcel. I mean, like, um, I don't know, you know, I mean, toyetic series are like that. I weirdly like a lot of children's anime. <laughs> Speaking of children's anime, <laughs> Brave Beats. Oh, this wasn't 2017, was it, Brave Beats? No, I mean, we could, we could still talk about it. I kind of wanted to talk about the weird ghost eggplant, like, episode. That, oh, yeah. So, no, you know what? Let's walk. We're going to walk back to Yu-Gi-Oh! Brains again. <laughs> this long-suffering face because I took over this with Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, so the most recent uh, couple of episodes in Yu-Gi-Oh! Reigns, um, a character who was sort of hiding in the background kind of came into the forefront to be a sort of mid-boss. Um, and, and here's the... To give you a little bit of background, yeah, all the, the background. yeah, all the cards this time are weird hybrid fusions of two things. Yeah, so like Yu-Gi-Oh um, tends to structure itself such that, especially in the wake of GX, after they re really settled what spinoff series were going to be like, every character has an archetype, a deck archetype that they run. You know, so a character will have an insect type deck. I mean, they even sort of had this in the original Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. You know, um, so-and-so runs a dragon deck, so-and-so runs this, you know, starting with GX, you know, um, Judai, the main character, um, has, you know, a fusion deck with elemental heroes. Um, and, you know, so, um, you know, watching what characters have what archetypes is a good way to kind of get a feel for the sort of mood and direction that this series is going. So in Yu-Gi-Oh! Reigns, it seems like the new meta is Konami is like, fuck, we've done every possible type of deck archetype that makes any sense, you know? So now we have to create these cards and these card types that are new and fresh. So yeah, um, you know, uh, the main character has like a deck full of monsters that are, you know, cyber themed, you know, like themed around like computer things. And the, 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 the main antagonist revolver is a guy who has dragons that are also guns. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he, he, he himself is like a gun. Yeah. Um, and the, the one that the rival sort of big brother rival that we faced, you know, sort of midway through season one had this archetype called Tindangle, which is basically like they're triangles, Just but they're also horrible like... flesh demons. Yeah. yeah. See? <laughs> so, and, you, 
I wish you could see Jacob's face right now. I think I poop that out. That was my, wait, Ting Dangles? That just sounds like something that's hanging out. Yeah, and like Blue Angel, the sort of idol, you know, female character, she has a deck archetype that's like trickster. Character's name is Blue Angel. No, that's her That's her alias. Her real name is like a real name that I'm not going to think of right now. Right, because because it's sort of like It's on the internet, yeah. Yeah, it's, they, they have a sort of metaverse, you know. That, that have they gotten to gods fighting each other yet? Not because that's yet. The, that's the not eventual. Yet we got to. They're deleting the entire internet. Okay. And that I will mean, cause society. And that will cause society to collapse. So we're going to stop them from deleting the entire internet. Because that's that's basically like any any anime I noticed where it's uh, that uh, one of the central themes of the anime is powering up. Eventually, it's gods fighting. Well, right, because so, you know, is, I mean, you know, DBZ, Naruto, that's the any, only any... place power creep can go. Yeah. yeah. Um, unless you're like really good at writing, which why are you writing for Yu Gi Oh? Yeah. <laughs> But the better so, shows start from the gods. Yeah, better shows. Yeah, and, and and work their way backwards to yeah. have gods like working at you know like the, the corner store. Of yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking I, the devil is. I have, I have something to talk about, like not on this podcast. All right, but I'm gonna before. get to the point of this anecdote. Um, so this new character comes out, or not new, but comes into the new spotlight, and we're like, oh, we're finally gonna see so and so's deck, you know? And Angela was like, oh man, I don't know what he's gonna sound. Probably some freaking ghost eggplant thing <laughs> and so he duels the one guy but it happens off screen and we're like oh boo boo and then he just and then he comes out and he's dueling blue angel and it's relevant because he uh infected her with a computer virus like earlier in the season so we we're like oh revenge duel is gonna be great and he summons his first monster and it's like a ghost seed and we're like oh <laughs> 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 It turns out his archetype is basically ghost eggplant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a weird, a weird, horrifying, hilarious moment? Where this thing that you, oh, that's probably your own shit, it actually is! <laughs> oh man, that's happened to me so That happened to me with that one anime, do you remember, with the sad immortal kid and the boy detective agency? Alright, yeah. Uh, Trickster, was that Trickster. Yeah. So... That was, I think, late 2016. Yeah, which we can still talk about. We can about, still yeah. talk. Yeah, Trickster was an anime. Also, like, like pretty good. Mm-hmm. It didn't really grip us. We didn't watch all of it. Or at least I didn't. Rob some watched pe- much more. Some people kept watching it without me. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I have no idea what just happened. I'm assuming that it's important. <laughs> yeah, Jamie. Some, yeah, people, Jamie. <laughs> some people kept watching. Your fault. <laughs> yeah, so, so real, real quick, I had that moment in the first episode of Trickster where it, it has the sort of plot where there, there's like a sad emo immortal kid who can't be killed, and there's a you know wild high flying you know boys detective agency kid you know he's like one half of the Hardy Boys, and he's like come be the other half of the Hardy Boys, and the immortal kid's like no. I wish to die, you know, I'm like a hundred bazillion years old and I only crave the sweet grip of death, which is constantly denied me. And the other boy's like, cool, so do you like, do, do you like planes and stuff? Do you like, do you like frogs? Do you like things? Like she wanna get me. She wanna go solve a mystery? Do you wanna go solve a mystery? So there's like so like a so like a dog is in the scene, and I'm like, man, it would be fucked up if the dog ran at the kid and gets sliced in half, because his immortality is that he is this weird force that prevents harm from happening to him. Yeah. And the dog runs right at him and gets sliced in half. Of course. And I was like, yeah! 
great. Um, the more anime you watch, the better you get at doing that. But it's always the emotional payoff is always so high. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily recommend Trickster, but like it's it's okay. It's definitely okay. It was definitely say, yeah. decent. Yeah, it was not a it was not a complete waste of life. So what else? What else should we, we talk about? Like a like a really good anime? Because I think the people who are listening to this need to watch the Ancient Magus's Bride. Oh, holy shit! Yeah. Um. Okay. Explain. Uh. Okay. So this is really hard to explain. Um, while actually, selling but, it. Yeah, but like... um, uh, I could take a crack at it. The Ancient Magus's Bride is like a sort of like young adult fantasy kind of a novel. It has that sort of rich, you know, that sort of like... Um, so far, not selling it well. Like, <laughs> that sort of like, uh, I mean, okay, that sold it to me, I guess. <laughs> no, 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 no. Young, young adult fantasy is just, there's a lot of bad... But continue. Oh, well, not, not, if you're thinking of like Twilight or some bullshit, no. I'm talking about sort of like... Um, like Edith Patu's East or like um, the the library of I keep saying Diana Wingebalden but I think she wrote the Outlander series and I'm confusing her with somebody else who wrote How's Moving Castle I don't well whoever that person is okay that, I got that you. sort of um, Diana Wynne Jones maybe no not now I'm just throwing now I'm just barfing names out um, but uh, or I like, interrupted you I apologize continue or like. Um, so, so, um, and the main premise is that there's this sort of, um, demon wizard who perched Diana Wynne Jones. I got it. I, I got it. I got it eventually. Um, but the base, the basic, uh, premise is that there's this young girl named Chise who has abused her whole life and is eventually, um, sort of, I don't want to say kidnapped, but put up for sale at an auction of magical creatures. She, she specifically volunteered. She volunteered. Yeah. Because uh, she had basically no friends and no family and nobody who would miss her. Um, she uh, is put up for sale at an auction of magical creatures because it turns out that she is a specific type of magical creature that basically barfs magic everywhere. Okay. And it's brought her nothing but misfortune in her whole life. Um, and she is purchased by a sort of like wizard, like an ancient mage. Ah, ancient, yeah. So... And uh, he brings her to his home to be his bride, except also teach her magic. And also, he doesn't really know what a bride is. He's sort of like a weird demon who just thinks that that's what you call it when you, like, live with somebody. <laughs> okay. And um, and they have magical adventures. It's very sad. We cry a lot. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of crying. Like, it's so hard to... First of all, the anime is beautiful okay like miyazaki level beautiful. oh yeah like G we are talking studio gb level of like production value beauty it's uh, it's stunning the the way that they animate magic is is fantastic like it's not just oh a fireball appears like everything has a process to it everything That's, is i was gonna that was gonna be my question know? yeah uh, um, you know, different people, uh, uh, different people cast their magic in different ways. Some communicate with spirits. Some do like, like one of the villains, you know, uh, does like weird zombie craft, yeah, like, like weird, craft like stuff. weird chimera alchemy um, and stuff. Uh, <clears throat> one one person shoots people. Yeah, um, one, one, <laughs> one person casts gun. Yeah, <laughs> um, like you do. Um, and here's the thing, like, there, there are some episodes which are very heavily, like, action-based, like, you know, people are in trouble and people are going to die and need to, need to do something about it. 
But those are like a fourth of the episodes, and so much of the the anime is just talking and people getting to know themselves and like understanding this idea of magic and like there's this under there are so many plots running at the same time like there's this undercurrent of a plot that like magic is starting to die um there's this undercurrent of the plot that chisei you know chisei's variety of magic might eventually kill her yeah Uh, there's sort of an undercurrent of a plot of like um elias who is the the wizard mm -hmm. who who purchases chisei um, it is sort of this monster who doesn't, who's trying to understand humanity, but sort of can't. Okay. Um, and there's this plot that there's this sort of eagle, evil alchemist wizard who just runs around fucking with people. Um, he also might be like 3000 years old. Um, yeah, but you know, who knows? Um, um and oh yeah. And the fairies. Yeah. The, the like, fairies have got some, something going on. It, it, it takes <clears throat> from a lot of different sorts of mythologies. Like That's um, why the thing I wrote down is actually a comic book that I'm reading right now. That mm-hmm. is uh, Margaret, oh, no, Majori Liu and uh, Sana Takeda are the, the, the writer and artist, respectively. It's called Monstrous. Ooh, interesting. And the, what, what you're describing is... Just from, like, a character who is, like, uh, like, it's, like, similarly, as like, I could describe it to you, but there's so much going on. Oh, yeah, it, yeah. But it starts similarly. You have a girl who's being sold to, like, uh, these witches who, witches who are also alchemists, and there's uh, beings called archaics who are, like, have magic in them. There's humans. There's ancients, which are all, like, these really ancient... Uh, animal creatures mm. there's uh the character gets sold it's revealed that like she has a, a monster in her who's also might also be a god that a member of like this pan of gods that used to be on this world that like almost destroyed it <laughs> and disappeared from the world because they were going to destroy it by living it yeah, yeah it's crazy <laughs> but it's also yeah. like the a lot of magic in it so many different plot lines the world building is amazing the artist is a, a woman who used to uh, do design work for Sega, so the art is just wow. beautiful. Yeah, it's... When you were describing it, I was like, this sounds a lot like... Not simple, but like, just like... I mean, Yeah, I, but it's... So that was kind of what I meant when I said, like, YA fantasy. But like, yeah. that sort of rich, like, beautiful, you know, sort of connect connected with nature, sort of like um, a young girl steps into a sort of world of magic and must navigate it with her wits and her powers or her lack of powers. It's just a really common sort of genre that you rarely see its equivalent in anime. And especially not in the category shonen. Shonen, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, here's the weird thing. The Angel Magus' Bride is, I think, so I agree, it's categorized as shonen. Shonen is generally considered to be young boys anime. Yeah. It's like the special power, Naruto special battle. Yeah, Naruto bleach, stuff like that. Um, I think I do agree that it's a shonen anime, but it is not a shonen anime written for the male gaze. <laughs> like, if, if, yeah. if, if it makes any sense, it's a shonen anime written from a female point of view. Is uh-huh. it written by... Because I, I get curious about some of these things as, like, some of the things you're I'm, describing. I'm not as, sure as if like, the author is actually like female. like, who behind it, like, like, if the people behind it are actually female While, while Angela Googles it, um, it's weird because shonen and, for that matter, on the other side, shoujo, mm-hmm, yeah. um, 
have gone from just being descriptors of the gender they're supposed to be for yeah. into discrete and distinct genres that focus on things. Generally speaking, shonen focuses on developing plots that have to do with battle, either in external or internal. Right. Um, and even if the battle is something like sports, for example, like Hikaru no Go, mm -hmm. you know, is a, is a is show female. about... Is uh, female. Uh, Corey Yamazaki. Yeah. Um, is a show about, you know, Go, which is a board game, but it's very shonen. Whereas shoujo tends to be about relationships and developing their mind. Oh, by this, by this logic, gamers would be a shoujo anime. Yes. Yeah. But so... Um, as we sort of move into the 21st century, it's interesting to see that sort of be like, well, there are lots of girls who like shonen because they like the stuff that happens yeah. in shonen and writing stories that are kind of like, hey, girls, you can watch this too. I mean, you could watch whatever you want, but, you know, we don't have to have like titties flying everywhere, <laughs> etc. And like, for that matter, boys, you can watch Shoujo too. Here's a story about relationships in high school, which you have to deal with because you're a human person. And also there's games in it. Yeah. You know, so like, I'm looking forward to the sort of like 2020s being like, you know. Nothing but Black Clover. I mean, go on. No, 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 we're gonna have to discuss. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to discuss at least two, at least one really trash one, and then some, some like older ones, and then we might have to do another episode. We always oh, end anime up doing, part two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll do anime part two. Yeah, we'll keep going. Yeah, you're not allowed to leave. Well, I would, I would like, Jamie. I would like this to be a sort of once a month thing, if okay. possible. Yeah. Um, but, um... That way we don't feel like we have to cover everything in one episode! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but, to, 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 before we move on to the next thing, seriously watch The Ancient Magus' Bride. Yeah. That might be my pick. Where is that? For, Where is that available? Uh, Crunchyroll, Crunchy you asshole. Okay. Uh, but no, uh, um, that might be my pick for anime of the year, if Erased didn't exist. Um, I mean, was it, it probably still does. Erased was in 2017. Was that 2016? That was 2016. Okay, well then... Definitely my pick for anime of the year. Uh, the Ancient Magus' Bride is just, it's amazing. Are we nominating animes of the year right now? I mean, I mean. We might as well. We might as well. Um, surprise swerve. Uh, I would, in terms of best, like, overall quality, uh, if you held a gun to my head. Um, <laughs> Which we Oh, are. wait. I watched it in 2018, but Mob, in 2017, but Mob Psycho 100 was 2016. I'm the asshole. It's all right. So. We recommend so it. We definitely recommend it. <laughs> Um, I still, no, it definitely wasn't the best. I really loved Yuri on Ice, but honestly, uh, honestly, it might be Ancient Magus's Bride. Yeah, it's, it's a really good anime. So, um, we could, do you want to discuss, because this Black, discuss. Black Clover. Oh, thing. let's, let's discuss oh, yeah, some worst, bad worst shit. Worst of 20, 2017. Uh, uh, uh. Why do I, I keep saying 2018 because normally I spend the first five months of 2018 writing 2017 and then scribbling it yeah, out as, yeah, as we yeah. all do. And now I'm overcompensating. No, we're really day. ready to be done with 2017. Yeah. If this, if this era, if this era, it used to be, oh man, it's, it's already another year. It's weird how time flies. Now it's like, oh my God, is 2017 over? Please get it away from me forever. <laughs> Please let it end. Yeah. End our suffering. Um, so speaking of suffering, Black Clover. <laughs> Why don't you tell us about it? <laughs> Isn't it a great anime? <laughs> All right, as much as the 
ancient Magus's bride took sort of, you know, um, fantasy aimed at, you know, like um, young adult, you know, women and uh, did all the tropes right. Black Clover took a compelling concept from that genre, which is in the world where everyone can use magic, one kid can't use magic. Um, and just like use it to wipe its ass. So, so it's and not, then, it's, it's a bad magic, magic version of My Hero Academia. Yes. I mean, the, the fact that My Hero Academia and Black Clover could both be called the biggest show, new shonen of the year um, is, is mind blowing because My Hero Academia, which we've talked about before, right? Not a lot, no. Then we need to, but yeah. like, um... My Hero Academia is genuinely quality, like one of the best shonen I've seen in a while. And Black Clover is just... So the reason why I yelled like that is because that's how the main character yells. <laughs> not like, just, and I don't want to say... No, that's not how the main character yells. That's how the main character speaks. <laughs> at all times. Uh, and they're not at war, so they don't have an excuse. Like no, they're not at war. Uh, at least not that I... <laughs> no, they're not they, at war. At least not that I the, could tell in the first episode. Eventually, there, there was... So, so, backstory. There was a wizard king. Now there's not. And other people want to be the wizard king. Who will be the wizard king? Probably <laughs> the main character. Next. <laughs> all right. Like. Yeah. So, like, I mean, obviously wholesale ripped from Naruto. But, like, mm -hmm. here's the deal. Um... If you have, like, a king, shouldn't you, like, like, I don't know, like, elect a person? <laughs> yeah. Like, 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 if your attitude, it, like, it's just, I don't, it's bad! It's, <laughs> Black Clover is, like, they, they reached into the trash dumpster of, like, late <laughs> 90s, early 2000s anime tropes, and they're like, let's just put this in a blender and make people drink it again. Like, the main character... The main character's power is that he has no powers, except that he has no powers because actually he has the best power. And the best power is to negate other people's powers. Yeah. And it's this ancient forbidden power, so nobody likes him, except he's totally awesome and everybody yeah. likes him. By the way, this is an audio podcast, so you, so you can't see the grand gestures of <laughs> arms in, arms out! Yeah. And was milking the giant's cow! Yeah. <laughs> 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 Ah, but no. <laughs> um, uh, that um, was my bile getting stuck in my throat because I remembered we were talking about Black Clover. Uh, oh, and the main character has a cool rival, and they're friends, except they're not friends. They hate each other, except they're friends, and they really love each other. And the rival is cool and good at everything, except not as good as the main character somehow. Yeah, he's like he's like the best at magic, but he's the he's the best at traditional magic. And the main character has this weird, quirky magic, which isn't really magic. And also, he just punches things a lot, and he's loud. Also, it's the like, rival character is beloved by everyone, but you can't tell how because he's a dick? Yeah, he's a dick, and he's all, he's that emo stereotype where he doesn't have time for you, and he has to be serious the whole time. Oh! Uh, what, what, is, what has now become the known... I mean, I'm sure there were characters like this before that, but the Sasuke truck. Yeah, exactly! Yeah. He's Sasuke. He's like Sasuke, but like double Sasuke. <laughs> I'm like, uh, it, it's 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 horrible. You should emphasize part one, Sasuke, because by the end of Naruto, saying something is like Sasuke is an empty signifier because Sasuke began became the character who was whatever was shocking enough to move the plot more. So <laughs> yeah. his character had no internal consistency. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so this whole I watched so much of Naruto. I shouldn't have done that. And they, <laughs> and so we watched episode one of Black Clover and it was like, and you're, nope. Nope. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> so, so, so to be, uh, 
just as because interesting contrast is I watched uh, the first episode of My Hero Academia with oh. with a similar sort of thing where it, not like a nope thing, but I'm just like all right. But then what I appreciated about it was that so many of the thing because because and you also like prep me mm-hmm. well for this was like that they're there's sort of bait and switch stuff going on, mm-hmm. uh, is that it actually takes a bunch of the tropes that would normally be, that at least so far, I can't speak for way later in the series if the guy who has the no powers ends up with, because it looks like that might be where it's going, he's going to end up with the super, super, super powers anyway. He sort of already has a superpower. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. he got uh, it. But, but it's, it's like, it, uh, it subverts a lot of the stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, immediately. <laughs> like, which is... Yeah. Which I really appreciated. Well, like, um, the thing that I appreciated most about My Hero Academia is the character that we would usually shove in the Sasuke corner, right? Bakugo, the rival character yeah. who's a dick to the main character and more popular than the main character. Um, gets, you know, goes from the, the, you know, small tech, like small school there into the big, to the big school. He's no longer a big fish in a small, Mm -hmm. he's no longer a big fish in a small pond. And when he acts like a dick, everyone's like, ew, you suck. Yeah, you're a dick. You're a dick. Yeah. Like he ceases to have any friends, period. Everyone regards him as like that weird, gross, horrifying fucking psychopath who like threatens to murder people. And I'm like, oh my God, people are reacting realistically to his behavior. (laughs) And the main character, like normally they put the main character in the, oh, you're so weird and outcast position. But the main character is a genuinely nice person. And so everyone reacts to him like, Hey, you're a genuinely nice guy. Yeah, you seem like, you know, like you. Like, like, right, right off from the back, like, what I, the first thing I appreciated is, like, the big, like, popular hero, and mm-hmm. you realize, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, not, not, and the oh, shit isn't that he's secretly, like, this weird kind like, of. Like, very yeah. weak sort of Weak person. character. But also, I always appreciate when, uh, any like hero character, even though in this it's like his, it's like oh, when he's not the hero, he's just he's so fucked. <laughs> like, yeah, he's so, like he's he's just so messed up. Like immediately, you're like oh my god, you're gonna die. You're you're probably gonna die really soon. Yeah, and he tells Zeku, you know, he's like, if you don't have powers, you can't be a hero. But it's not like. I'm being a dick and looking down on you because you're not like me. It's like, no, I have all the powers and I got super duper fucked up. If you don't have powers and you fight people with powers, you'll die. Yeah. So don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like, if, if this wasn't clear, watch here, my hero. I can do yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's very good. Um, real good. The, the characters are interesting, uh, except for the garbage one. Uh, who hilariously the entire fan base agrees is garbage. Yeah. And and at we're not, one point we're not talking about Bakugo for those yeah. of you who are yeah. listening and are trying to piece together like what we're talking about from what you've heard us say already. There is one character who is who just shouldn't exist. He 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 is a character who likes boobs. His entire personality is he likes boobs. Um, he is um, in Hero School because he likes boobs. 
and that is it. It's, and that it that is his character, is, and that is all it also is. Also, his hero costume is a weird diaper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the whole fan base uh, agrees that he is garbage, and at this point, the creators continue putting him in storylines <laughs> because everyone is <laughs> like, "There's an episode where literally the other characters are like, why are you even here?'" And he's just like, "There always has to be a character like me," you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, I'm this guy. I'm this guy. He's like if Danny DeVito was a weird, sticky baby and also had none of Danny <laughs> DeVito. Danny DeVito is a weird, sticky baby. <laughs> I am. You beat me to it. And also none of Danny DeVito's like actual charisma or yeah, acting yeah. ability. Some people are allowed to be a weird, sticky baby. <laughs> But anyway, watch My Hero Academia. It's good. It subverts both anime and classic Western hero stereotypes. Yeah, like comic Um, comic superhero stuff. It's it's good. good. It's real good. Watch it. Bad stuff. More bad stuff. Yeah, bad stuff. So, I don't so, think we're even gonna get to like the uh, uh, revisiting old stuff, but we can. Do I don't that. even. I don't even have like all of the good stuff I want to talk about covered. That's how many good anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were, You know, uh, we watched the Centaur anime this year. The Cent- you okay, Jamie? All right. You watched some of the Centaur anime. So you get to talk about the Centaur yeah, anime. I don't. I can't even. Uh. Yes, you can. <laughs> so speaking of weird sticky babies um there <laughs> you threw this to me and, and it was literally like there are parts of like everything that when you were describing it to me like everything was accurate because there were there were whole and I didn't watch a lot of it but I watched enough of it that there were whole swaths of that where I was just like what the <laughs> Would <laughs> tell the audience what it is <laughs> if you can. So it's a school with centaur people and regular people. No, they're all weird, right? They're all a little weird. I get the impression that maybe I'm misremembering this. Uh, there, there are no, there are no four-limbed humans. Um, everyone is is a furry of some kind. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Really, I could have sworn there were some regular people in there. Maybe I'm imagining. No, no, I mean, like they're regular, like people, but they have cat ears. Like, yeah, yeah, like some of the cat ear or dog ear people have okay. little else to distinguish. So, them. so there's all this. There's whole swaths of it that are like you know that weird like sort of romance plot and a lot of really weird annual animal sexual stuff that is just really off putting. Yeah. And then and then just thrown. Smack into the middle of it is this, these strange, like, not strange, these, like, really, actually, like, deep, like, racial and, like, class <laughs> allegories. Yeah. That are just, like, just, like, in the middle. And, and, and what makes it so, also, like. they live in a police state. Yeah. <laughs> but it's never commented on. But it's, they live in a police state. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's just, like, when. They get to that part of it. It's 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 literally like if you walked away and you came back and I was like, these are the same characters, but why does it feel like I'm watching an entirely different show now? <laughs> I mean, you only watched a few episodes. You didn't even get to the Centaur Holocaust. 
Oh no 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 no! I got yeah. No, did you I, get to the centaur? Holocaust? Yeah, it was just like a whole. Did you get to the frogman? Yeah, did, I, did, there was one episode that it was like the part one was the centaur holocaust, and then the part two was like centaur things fall apart by Chinua Achebe. Yeah, I didn't know <laughs> that part. I did not. I did not get to that part. Yeah, frogman things fall apart. Right, but, yeah. but I mean, it was, like, it was like also we're going to talk about colonialism with frog people. Yeah, and also there is the thing that there is the snake people. Right, and then there's the CIA false flag snake people. <laughs> right, the aquatic snake people, which shouldn't exist because the other snake people said they're afraid of water. Yes, that so, are making big giant robot gods. Yeah. So to 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 kind of <laughs> we watched this whole thing. I I did not, but 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 you should have to. I yeah, we, mistake. Yeah. There 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 are things there are things that uh. You watch, and 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 not for the same reason. There are other things that I've watched where I like. I get to a, a certain point that I'm just like, I do. I, I, I need to lie down. <laughs> uh, and this is was one of those things, but it wasn't like normally when I say that it's because it's like super dramatic or like emotionally mm-hmm. exhausting. This wasn't uh, wasn't that. This was more like. Like as I th- I'm gonna watch something else. <laughs> Your brain just flatlines. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and it's a, but God, I have had a lot. <laughs> I can't. You should it. watch a centaur's life, otherwise known as centaur worries. Yeah, because it is the most batshit fucking thing. <laughs> Like you will it, have to sit through some like genuinely depraved shit. Although not as much as I've sat through for other anime, which is really sad. Yeah. But like past the first five episodes, they drop a lot of it and they just go straight for like the weird Orwellian police yeah. state with furries. Yeah. And you're just like, what is happening? <laughs> like in the in the what? You know, you know what? It, yeah, yeah, you know what it is. I'm a little bit too far from the mic, but it doesn't. You know what it is. That I got the feeling is like you ever watch a show, uh, and then you're like you're like wow this took a really weird turn, and then you do some if you give it some thought and you do some googling you find out that like I was like oh this is a uh, this was the creator oh shit his wife died like that's <laughs> <laughs> like that was the kind of like you know where where it's just like the turn where it's just like. This was the show he was writing, and then something horrible happened in his... I didn't Google it, so anybody, But then something horrible happened no. in his life for it just... It's no, as, as far as I know, like, the whole, like... Because it was a manga before it was an anime. And, right. Like, it's all just like that. I described it to Angelo when we, when we were, like, a few episodes in. I was like, because every... The other part is everyone's furries, but there's an entire world. The world building is so... Perfect. It's basically done with like tweezers, like every quirk of evolutionary biology that could explain a universe in which centaurs exist and also like devil, little bat devil people and like, like cat people and dog people has been so thought out and the history and the politics and the like backstory has all been put together that I was like, this feels like a super, super nerd wrote a show. Like wrote like wrote this and was like 
this is my amazing, cool, furry world that I really care about and I want to write really interesting stories in. This is the world building that I've done for it. Right. He brought it to the studio execs and they're like, we will make this, but you have to put anime titties in it. Like, there are certain tropes we must fulfill. Yes, he was like, can there be panties? And the guy's like, Sweating and like crying a little and like yeah. like, like like swallowing there, hard. And can there his, be panties on a centaur? And he, puts it, and he puts his hand out and shakes it with the devil. And when their hands like grasp, he's like ah, because his soul gets like <laughs> transferred to the devil's ownership. And that was when they made centaur worries. Like like I, I'll do it. I'll do it. Ah, and, like, like, and he sold the show to the literal Satan devil. And that's what happened. I was there. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, to make things as awkward as possible, one of my friends came over. Nick uh, is here. He also uh, watches anime. Do uh, we, I mean, we can... We can... Do we want to keep going, or do we want to do another I mean, episode? I mean, sorry to interrupt your phone. No, it's No, okay. it's fine. This is, this is fine. Well, that depends on whether or not Nick wants to talk about anime. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the vibe that no. That, uh, yeah, I'm getting the vibe that no. Um, so you want to wrap this up and do a follow-up episode? Yeah, definitely. Okay, yeah, cool. Because like, like, like I said, I want to make this like on like an animes of the past episode. Yeah. Yes, perhaps animes of the future because Devilman Crybaby. Exists. Oh my god! That's an anime of the past and the future. Yes, <laughs> I saw. I saw that, and, and I was like, I don't know that I. I care about Devil May Cry, but you called it Crybaby? No, 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 that's different. Devil May Cry is... No, not Devil May Cry. Sorry. Oh, my brain did a weird thing. (laughs) I apologize. Devil May Crybaby now featuring Dante in the Devil Devil May Cry series. (laughs) (laughs) So weird... Anime video game John Waters mashup is what that yeah. is. Which I would love to see. <laughs> yeah. It's like, actually. Yeah. Uh, uh, Devilman Crybaby. Straight up porn. Watch it. Uh, yeah. There's devils and man. And man. And cry. I, and I, maybe a baby. Is I, watched, baby? I watched someone get vored by a woman's breast. Like now, like by the cleavage, or talk about by the cleavage, or like the nipple of the breast. No, like the up. nipple opens up into a mouth and just eats the top half of a dude. That's fucked up. Uh, I also saw a dude get cut in half by a woman's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm sensing a theme. I want that superpower. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sensing a theme. Um. So, uh, yeah. We have to talk about at least one more. We can't end there. We can't end that cutting up. Well, okay. First of all, watch Devil May Cry, baby. (laughs) Devil May Cry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad I made that mistake. I I keep talking to you over here. Watch Devil May Cry, baby. It's straight up porn. 10 out of 10. All right. We can we can end there. We can we end there. there. We can, okay, we can end there. Okay, that's it. Come back next episode. Next time we'll talk about more things. Yeah, we will. Maybe next week or something. Yeah. Yeah. Free. yeah okay. Yeah. Cool. Straight up porn. Because, like, if her titties are mouths, 
but her vagina can cut people is it was just a different like it was a reverse woman no like it was a different it was there was a different woman whose vagina cut the guy in half okay it's it's like also also i'm assuming that you mean vulva because the vagina is the canal it's completely internal yeah it, it grew out <laughs> wait and seriously then went, and then like yeah seriously holy fuck <laughs> It's amazing how, how I'm still at the same level of maybe I'll watch Devil Man Crybaby because my desire to watch it grew, but my desire to not watch it grew in exactly equal proportion. <laughs> <laughs> there is some fucked up body horror shit in that thing. Like, basically every episode is someone turns into a weird demon and kills someone with genitalia. Like, wow. the first the first episode is all is all like. They, they, they're they're at a rave, um, and enough people got killed that more people turned into demons, and then they got killed. Cause vagina. <laughs> ah. Maybe it's a metaphor for STDs. Yeah. All right. And this shit. Sexual.